Morning, Carlos. Good morning. Here we are, another morning, another weekend, another win, yes. another clean sheet for you. It it went well at the weekend. Um, just give us your reflective views on Saturday, if you could, please. Uh, I think, like I say, after the game, very positive result with, a, for me, very serious performance. The first 50 minutes, we didn't fight the tempo of the game. But after the first 50 minutes, the team start to attack. And when we have the mentality and the determination to break the lines, other team, the team were finding the, the possibilities, the option and the chances. And for me, the second half was just the continuity of this. And after we have some opportunity to score, uh, at the end, in one PC situation, we, we scored the goal that allowed us to have the three points. And the last minutes of the game, when they were more directly and and they start to play closer to our box. They didn't have to play with a lot of mentality to, to defend the result. So for me, this is the, the big picture of the, of the game. We spoke to Lee Nichols a few moments ago, and he said he didn't feel like it was the best performance. But then when you look at the stats, the stats actually look quite positive about the performance. Would, would you agree with that? Do you reflect that as well? I think that sometimes the stats doesn't show what real happened because are things that cannot be so in the in the stats but if you compare what one team produced and what the other team produced for me we produce more things that they produce so this is something clear but if you think how many things we could try to produce for me is when you can see the gap of the improvement so even if the team for me we were better than them it's true that in some, for example, of the playing outs, we didn't play short when we could play short and we divide the ball that after we lose, then every time you lose one ball, you are losing one opportunity to make one attack. Mm. So always for me, there are things that we can do better. And it was true that, like I told you, in the first 50 minutes, we didn't use the first 50 minutes. And usually we are one team that started again with a lot of uh, positive and energetic dynamic. But it takes around the 50 minutes to adapt to the necessary tempo to find solutions to adapt better in that game. Another clean sheet, four in the last five now, clean sheets for you. How much of that goes down to the individuals and how much of that goes down to the system that you're playing? What, what do you put it down to? Both things are together because from the college, you have to try, you try to help your players from the collective organization. But the collective organization doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. Then at the end, the, the, are the players the one that make strong or not strong? The type of defense that you decide, that the shape that you decide, or the, the type of, of defense that you select that the team plays. So I think the collective organization need to help your players, and your players need to make positive the, the type of defense and the type of shape shape that you are using so at the end without the players anything is is possible and just the the organization has to be the, the the target of the organization is just help your players to come compete well and how much of that organization as well comes down to lee nichols in goal eight clean sheets in 15 appearances for him this season how much of a role has he had to play do you think before I answer that question, I want to finish to answer the previous one. Okay. Just to the clear understanding. For if you, for example, see one set PC situation and you are man to man, uh, the organization helps you that the players can defend well. If you, for example, are going to give to one small player in the marking one set pieces, one corner, you want to mark man to man, and you are going to give one player that is not all one of the opponent players that is one of the main headers the collective organization is not helping the individual player. Mm. But as soon as you balance this relation between the two players, 
at the end is the player what need to make good the type of defense that you select. Right. Because at the end, you are going to have one challenge that if the player doesn't win, the defense is not working well. So for me, this is the relation between the collective organization and individual uh, organization too. Now talking about how much Linicos is giving to the team, no, is the idea, yeah. the, the question. I think is every player is giving things to the team. Uh, for me, the keeper is the first one to start attacks and, and is the last one maybe to, to defend. Then uh, the last one, it, it, I am thinking when you press, for example, you are making the high press, the strikers are the first one that start to, to have the defensive behaviors. But when you are in the pitch, everyone is going to affect the moment of the team. Everyone affect the moment of attack. Everyone affect the moment to defense. <clears throat> I always say that the keeper have different responsibilities, but the main ones are the of the keeper, the, the defense of the goal. And we know that Linicos is very good keeper to defend the goal. The, the defense, the box, in terms of the all the aerials balls, and we know that Linicos is a very good keeper in this type of situations. Defense the space between the keeper and the defenders, and he's one player that usually manages very well the distance between the defenders and him to the balls that goes in behind of the defenders. And after the distribution of the ball, and Linicos is one player, one keeper that can help the team in the distribution of the of the ball. So every time you have players with the possibilities that they are able to manage well the main targets of his position, or which they are going to have a high contribution to the team, when they are doing well, what they can do well. I'm loath to ask this question because I know Huddersfield Town fans don't ever like to be compared to the team down the M62 at Elland Road, but it's an easy comparison to make with your time working there and the way that you and, and your staff down there were able to get more out of a set of players who hadn't necessarily been Premier League players before and hadn't managed to get themselves into the Premier League. Do you see similarities with the way that you're improving this group of players and getting more out of them than they've maybe shown before as in the same way that you did when you were working at Ellen Road at Leeds? Uh, I think it's a totally different process. First of all, because in Leeds, the main person was, was Bielsa to do the process. Uh, then... Uh, we are just in, in different club and different process. And I can know even if I was involved in that moment, uh, now we are in a different club with different players and everything is different. What we try to do the same uh, is like our target always is to improve the collective dynamic of the team, try to improve the individual level of the players and put the, play, the level that these players have in the highest level that they can, that they can perform. And after to keep, try to keep this level always in every game, that this is the highest challenge that we have. Because when you play like we are playing now after Tuesdays uh, and after Saturday, Tuesday, after Tuesday again, the challenge for me is not only to know, to put, to, to make the player see that his highest level is in another level that he was expecting and to make him feel with the confidence to play in that level. The key for me after is to show that level every two or three days. So this is always going to be our target. And I think this target we will share with Leeds and we will share with many teams in the in our league, in the low leagues, in the highest leagues. So yes, I can tell you that for me, the, the, the main, the only or the main responsible to the achievement of, of Leeds was Bielsa. And, and after, that's why for me, I cannot compare the, the, the two things in the land road because I was doing an, an unbelievable job. And that's why Leeds achieved the, the Premier League. 
but this is something different. Now we are trying to be just focused in our team, in our players, and we try always to develop in the best way that we can our players. So do you see the levels that the players expect of each other rising then? Do you see the standards that they've set getting higher and what they expect from their teammates and holding their teammates to account? That's important as well, that they keep each other on, 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 on the right level. I think, like I said from the beginning, that I have a very good group of players in the ones that I have a lot of confidence from my arrive this when, from we start to work here in the second season. I always say that I have a lot of confidence with, with my team, with my squad. Like every squad in the world, we have strengths and we have weaknesses. And our target is going to try to show always our strengths. First of all, realize and be aware about what are our strengths. And after be able to show these strengths every game, that this is the highest challenge. And always try to reduce our weaknesses, that our weaknesses are going to be the moments where we are not using our strengths. So we are very focused to every game, have the necessary energy and determination to show against different type of context, always our strengths. Team news-wise, ahead of the next one, how are you looking? Any new issues? I know it's only Monday, so you might not know just yet, but how are you looking? Exactly. Now, every player feels fine. The normal consequence of the high level of effort is true that the game against Millwall demands the highest effort of the team that the team have done so far in terms of the high intensity. For example, the other day we achieved from the, the plus of each player the, the value that we have from the plus of each player in terms of the high intensity, it was 122% more of the, of the average of the team. So it means that was the highest uh, physical performance that we did so far. So it means that was a lot of, there was a lot of effort in the back of the three points that we won on against Millwall. And always when you have to do this, there are uh, one part of motivation when you have the result, but there is another part, of course, that you need to now to recover because it's true that to, to win these three points, uh, we consume a lot of our deposit, our possibilities in the deposit of the players. Then now the more important thing is to recover and be ready to put again all the effort in the next game. So does that therefore affect what you will do between that game and the game on Tuesday? Do you change your plan of attack training-wise because they did exert more than you expected at the weekend? I think we did exactly what I was expecting that the game was demanded to us. And that's why when you asked me about Millwall before to play against them, I told you that it would be a very, very, very tough game. Mm. And was true what I told you because at the end, in the GPS value, for example, you can prove uh, that the game was, was necessary to put a lot of energy to win, to win that game. So the only important thing now is to recover well and to put again all your energy to face another team that in different way is going to be very demanding because we knew that, for example, Miwa was one team that was very aggressive when they didn't have the ball. And now we play against Peterborough that is one team that is very aggressive when they have the ball because they always try to play every ball. It's one team that usually doesn't divide the ball is one team that wants to play every ball on the floor. Then even they are using this abandoned situation to try to have the ball. And it's going to be a very demanding game from the defensive point of view. 
how good a side are they, do you think, then, having come up into the championship? I think it's one team that I was watching them the last year because we have a Brown is Brown on loan there. So, like, sometimes I like to be following the, the games. Uh, I was watching one style that they have tried to keep now in the championship. And then it means that they have the habit to play with some of the ideas that, that they are coming from the League One to now to the, to the championship. I am thinking at the beginning they have more problems to, to get points, but in the last three games, they won two games and they did these two games in a row. Uh, switching a little bit the same, playing more 3-4-3, three, three, but for me, with exactly the same ideas that they were playing with, they were playing with Lano 4. So, just that the fact that for me, they are, they, are, they are one team that they want to have the ball. In many of the games that they are playing, they have more position of the ball than the opponents. In some of these games, they are having close to the 60% of the time the ball. So it means that it talk about what is the identity of this team. And after, for me, they have they are one of the best players for me, one of the best teams in the counter-attack, and they have important players like Kambi Dembele, but now he's been one of the more than Jerus strikers or wingers of the season. So I am watching one team with one clear identity that is going to be another demanding game. And they arrive to this game after one defeat uh, in Swansea. That, of course, always the defeats uh, came back with reaction from the teams. So uh, I am waiting one team that is going to react, that they know how to do because they were winning two games in a row. In the last three games, they won two. So I expect one another very demanding game, but being in another type of game that the game that we were playing against me won. Thank you, Carlos. All the best tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you so much. Thanks, Steve. We'll come to you, please, mate. Hi, Carlos. Um, where are you at with uh, Alex Vallejo and, and Aaron Rowe? Are there any sort of timescales on them at all? Yes. Uh, Alex Vallejo, you want to have today one injection. So he's going to come back to the trainings. Uh, he need now four or five days after the injection to recover. But we hope after these four or five days, he be in normal conditions to come training with the group. So I think in the next week, he will come back to the trainings. And of course, we'll use all the international week or international break, the two weeks that you more or less have to work to prepare him to be ready, but he cannot train with the group until that moment. Then the other players are people, like I told you, he still needs time because in some of the high intensity moments when he's using the high intensity, he, when he has the, the pain, then he's going to have another injection too to reduce the, the pain of the injury. So we hope that in the next uh, four, five weeks, he has to make some trainings with the with one of the staff members, and some of the players, but no collective drills, making more individual drills to come back to the football specifications, even that with the fact that he's not using the high intensity until we are watching or the medical staff is watching that he can start to use. So everything is going to depend about what, what is his level of pain. And if the pain means the dangerous or he needs just to tolerate the pain, it's something that with the next weeks, in the next week, we will know. Uh, Roach start to make some trainings with the in the pitch, but still with the medical staff. Around four to five weeks, I think he will come come back with the group. Aaron Roach still is managing the injury with the medical staff, and Ryan Scofield start to make some part of the training with the goalkeeper coach. No, still not with the group, but yes, with the goalkeeper coach. So I don't know if I forget any of the players' injury now, but this is how the team is. 
Okay. Um, Danny Grant as well. We've seen uh, footage of him on the training ground uh, playing with the ball, which is great to see. How far away is he? I cannot give you the answer because for me, he, he we are managing his situation with the with the B team because he's a B team player. He's with the B team medical staff managing the situation. So I cannot give you now one diagnosis like the one that I told you with the players that are part of the yeah. team. Okay, fair enough. Um, you talk about sort of players recovering and. Sorba Thomas has played an awful lot of football this season between obviously club and an international. Is he? Is there a possibility he might need a rest soon? I don't see now this this type of need. I think he's a very important player in the structure that we are playing because he's positive always to have one of the two wing backs if we play with three uh, that be a winger because he may use the possibility to have a fast adaptation to the same two. Because he's in any moment we need to play or to defend with four for two, we can do without changing the, the players. And tomorrow this can be one of the moments of the game that we need to change our structure to defend them and to can be uh, better to can have a better structure and balance to defend them better. So when we have the possibility to have with one winger is very important when you are playing with two wing backs. So I think he's one of the players that is managing well the minutes, is recovering well from the games. And, and what sometimes I think that the player need to, this is what is championship. So at the end, championship demands that you need to be robust, that you need to recover and you need to be ready to compete for everyone. So for me, the thing is like the faster adaptation the player does, or they have to do, the faster adaptation they do, the better to the, for the team and to the performance of the, of the squad. So for me, it's important. He's one robust player. He's showing he's the player with more minutes so far in the, with the squad. And it's important that he learn how to manage this, to make a good recovery, to now put all the energy in his deposit and tomorrow to be ready to put all the things that he has inside of himself after in the pitch. When you have a win, like on Saturday, and you talk about sort of, you know, it's important that you have a good collective mentality and so on, is celebrating a win part of developing that mentality and that togetherness? I think it's very positive always when the players are making a lot of effort to achieve something, it's always positive for me to have the reward because when the reward of what you, what you achieve or what you try to do is going to strengthen your mentality to go again and to believe more and to have more confidence. But it's important too that in the moment that you don't have the reward of the effort, you have to continue knowing that the key to can have the reward is to continue making the keep going and keep doing the same things that you are going to need to 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 can achieve the three points because as soon as you start to be beaten by the, the, the temptation to don't do the necessary to achieve what you want to achieve at the end you are not going to achieve what you want to achieve so for me, the fact that sometimes you see these rewards can strengthen the relation between the effort that is in the back of any performance to can achieve the results. But sometimes you need to see this connection too, even when you are not having this reward of the three points. Yeah. How, how do you how do how do you celebrate a win like that? Do you go out together? I know it was difficult, obviously, last season, but do you go out together or how does it work? No, no, no. Like. Uh, there is no many time. I think we spend many time to prepare that game together. It's true that before to the game, we spend a lot of time together and watching the opponent and, and preparing the game. 
So as soon as they can finish, for me, what they need is just total the opposite. They need their time, they need to be with their families, and they need to change their mind from football to can make the process that I was telling to you that now the key is to recharge the deposit of motivation, of energy, to after come put after in the, in the game. So we need to, every player have different ways to, to manage this moment. This is something more personal. Of course, there are the, the, the rest, the nutrition, what they are eating. They need to be controlling these type of things. And they have the, the advice from the nutritionists and medical staff to help them to prepare their bodies to the next game. And after they need to prepare their minds too, because after one highest effort uh, in one league, you have many things to celebrate. You need to be proud while you, when you do your best. You will be happy when after you do your best, you have the three points. But after you need to know that our job in our role is to go to the next one and to try to restart again and accelerate the process of the recovery and the preparation because just two days after we are going to have another very demanding game that is true. And you will see tomorrow like Peter Bro is going to demand a lot of effort for us to, to have something positive.